When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the interview portion of the Spotlight today, right here on the Spotlight, Fightful.com. I'm Stephen Jensen, as always, with Jeremy Lambert, and we are here with a name you know. He is someone you've seen on all the wrestling television. He is one of the masterminds behind Terminus. He's the madman behind all these Battle Slam shows that we got coming up, and the last one that I was at. He's the Emperor, Baron Black. What's up, Baron? Thank you for joining us, man. Um... I'm doing good. Uh, nothing but preparing for a big, big, big summer. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, full disclosure for people watching this, I've been able to attend uh, the Terminus shows and the first Battle Slam show here in Atlanta. And I can tell you all firsthand, it's been a hell of an experience, like really, really fun shows, providing something different in the wrestling landscape. And being some someone who lives in Atlanta, it gives me something to look forward to now to go to all these shows um, Baron, for people who might not be familiar with Battle Slam and or Terminus, kind of tell people what what this brand and, and what this is all about. Because because Terminus a little bit different than Battle Slam, but both providing like really great shows for the wrestling fans out there. Uh, I think it's painfully obvious that Terminus is different from Battle Slam. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, Terminus will be uh, returning very soon. Um, be on the lookout for that. And Battle Slam has curved out, you know, a section of his own, bringing together two entities that should have already been collaborating together for years, for, for uh, you know, years ago. But it's finally happening now, and that's the world of hip hop and the hip hop culture and scene, and the world of professional wrestling, all under one roof. Yes, and I got to ask right off the top. Or I should I shouldn't. All right. So first show we had Pastor Troy, which was huge. And you've already announced Little Scrappy is going to be there this weekend. So like, how did you get Little Scrappy? Because you know, growing up in Atlanta, you know, I listened to him. I listened to Trillville. I remember seeing those guys live like forever ago, and I I still love that kind of music. So like, how did how did you get Little Scrappy involved in this thing? It's funny you said Trillville because I don't. Uh, some people noticed, some people didn't, but that was the. Uh, one of the themes for uh, Battle Slam Vendetta. Um, it was the instrumental, and I was wondering who was going to uh, peep out and uh, figure out that was Trillville, you know, uh, never ever. <laughs> that was the track. Uh, uh, man, I just basically, um, I just basically stumbled upon uh, both these guys. Um, I wanted to do Battle Slam. I knew what I wanted to do. And uh, those were the first two people I had in mind. And 
I made some contacts through people contacted me because there was interest in the city itself for an event like this because I had got, gotten contact by certain individuals in the music scene after Terminus One. So once I was able to put it together, contacted these guys and these guys were all for it. They're huge wrestling. Getting getting Pastor Troy, when I saw that announcement, I was very excited because vice versa was like what grow in high school, like that's pretty much one of the tracks I just always listen to. So I know you I know you told the jobber Sean Ross Sapp how they came together and vice versa and everything. Now you know you're dealing with the A team now, not not the B team, right, Sean right, Ross right. Sapp. Uh but what have you learned from the first show and then going into the second show this weekend? Like, what are the, what are the things that, okay, I can improve on this. This worked well. Let, let's continue this. Like, what did, what did you take away from the first show heading into the second show? Uh, that um, be prepared to audible. <laughs> <laughs> be prepared to audible. Uh, everything with the first show went very smooth. It's just that we, we, we did start a tad bit behind you know, but it had to do with, you know, some people, more than one individual, you know, coming in a little bit late. So, you know, this time we have stuff and parameters in place for that. So therefore we won't be uh starting late like we did last time. But once we started, everything was moved butter, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, what what's the feedback been like? Uh, because last time we talked was at the event, but now since then, uh Battle Slam Vendetta has aired and we've had like the you know, the feedback from the fans. What's the feedback been like uh that you've seen for it, Baron? Uh the feedback's been outstanding. Uh I don't know if you watched the premiere day yep. when it premiered, but it was a lot of people engaging about Battle Slam online. So I was happy to see that everybody wants to see another one. Um, the growth of the uh, social media channels doubled or more. So obviously the first one was something everybody liked they saw. So it's very going to be uh, exciting for everybody to see this next one, especially when we got, you know, the likes of a legend like Luke Scrappy. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Now, can, can you, can you let us know, like, Will this show be starting off with a musical performance like the last one? Is that something you can tell us? Like, I'm trying to get prepared for being there live. Like, I want to know kind of what I'm going to be seeing. Nah, I kind of just want to just, you know, let people show up, you know, experience the vibes. And then when we start off, just, you know, be ready for whatever happens. You know, I don't want to give it away or anything. Sure. That's fair. That's fair. And and just for those of you who uh, maybe haven't heard myself and Baron doing our interviews up to this point, the Oasis Event Center, I think, has been a great venue for y'all. How did you find that place? And what's your relationship been like with that venue? Because I, I have to imagine they're pretty happy with how things are going over there. Uh, I just stumbled upon that venue, actually, uh, because it's funny. I had that venue down because the goal was always to try to run spread around, you know, the success in the word of terms Battle Slam. And I had that venue on the list. And Battle Slam, uh, Terminus 2, not Battle Slam. <clears throat> Terminus 2 was booked at a different venue. And some problems occurred with that venue. Um, and full disclosure, I can talk about it now. We ran into problems with the venue a week and a half before Terminus 2. 
So you can just imagine the the hair pulling out my hair and rushing trying to find another baby. And then I look back at my list. I said, "Oh, these guys was interested before. Let me see what it's like." And I called him up. He was open. I said, "I'll take it. Can I just do a walkthrough?" Because I seen it actually five months prior. They actually did upgrades in that time. So when I went there, I was like, "Oh." Shit. <laughs> I was like, y'all upgraded everything in here. This is awesome. I'm like, I think we're going to stay here. And the owner wanted to hear that because he, 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 um, you know, like a lot of people still recovering from the pandemic, you know, and uh, he was like, yeah, whatever, whatever day y'all want, just let me know. And the rest was history. So now we just said, oh, this is an end center, you know, unfortunate, you know, that it happened that way with the other venue, but things happen for a reason, right? Was it Jonathan Gresham's fault with the terminus to the issues with the with the venue? Because I I watched your interview with you did with uh, him and Sean, and he is trying to figure out technology. He's not, you know, you you were clowning him, to calling him looking like Urkel, trying to figure this stuff out. So so was it his fault? He just he maybe just pressed the wrong button, and then the whole venue thing went up in smoke. <laughs> no, I mean you know I would love to blame it on him, and then it's flat of. Uh, paying attention to anything tech-wise. But uh, this was strictly nobody's fault but the venue we were dealing with before. So it's uh, it was it was really a nerve-wracking thing because we had a whole show set, booked, everything. <laughs> and we had to find a fucking another building within 10 days. That was it. And I pulled it off somehow. So... Um. Glad I got I got sorted out. Sounds like it sounds like a great venue. I know when I watched the the premiere, like it it looked very well on on fight. Like it looked very good. So uh, kudos to you for for pulling pulling that off. And I look forward to the the second show. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply this weekend uh when it comes to like in terms of booking talent we got some people returning uh but a lot of new talent as well and i think for for most people like private party is the big one here like when it comes to booking talent what what is your thought process and who you're going to book and who you're going to pair up against each other uh my thought process is uh really i just want to create moments and i want to create you know great wrestling matches that's that's really my first and foremost. And then also a priority is for people who actually like the hip hop scene, who love the hip hop scene, who are influenced by the hip hop scene. So some, some people like Lee Moriarty and Myron Reed and you know Leo Rush, people like that, and who also people who want to celebrate the hip hop scene and also is in the wrestling scene. So those are the things I look for. 
uh, those are like the top three, four things that I look for for uh, putting together a show. But I think uh, I think uh, matchups that we came up with and the talent came up with, uh, it will always be at Battle Slam. You will always see some new faces and some old faces just to keep stuff, you know, new and fresh. And because there's a lot of people out there who are influenced by hip hop that are actually professional wrestlers. So I also want to, you know, make sure they get a shot as well and uh, create some interesting matchups, create a great dynamic to where the show never feels stale. It always feels like something new and exciting. Well, speaking of something new, something I definitely didn't expect to see, um, I've been following Adam Priest for, for quite a while, and when he entered to Lemonade by Yuchi Man, that place went nuts. Nobody saw that coming. The uh, funny part about that is that he was asking me which track to use, and he sent Lemonade, and he sent another track. And I was like, I think Lemonade is the one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think Lemonade is the one, and then uh, he, he agreed, and uh, and then the rest was history. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny watching like AC Mack and those guys who were like in the crowd hanging out during the show. And like they're all like, I think he's gonna blow the speakers out because like the ba- the bass in that song was so strong. And the funny part is he sent me the track and it's somewhere he found a bass boosted version. <laughs> so I was like, why the fuck? Why did you send us the bass boosted version? You nearly broke everything in the arena. <laughs> That was so good. It's so unexpected. So something else that I didn't expect, and I wanted to know your feed the feedback on this because I forgot to ask you about this when we were when we were together last. Uh, the the sound effects like during the match, like the burr, 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 and all that stuff. Did, did people did, did people like that? Were they indifferent about it? I thought it was funny, like you know, because it was just something different that like kind of highlighted certain parts of the show. But kind of whose idea was that? And like, what's the feedback been? Is that something we're going to see going forward? Do you think with the Battle Slam shows? Um, any and everything down to every last detail is a brainchild of mine when it comes to battle. Battle Slam is completely something that was in my brain since a child. So everything that happens a part of it, uh, as far as content, anything, it it all came from this big ass forehead that you see on your screen. <laughs> but um the sound effects thing was like uh those sound effects are really synonymous in the hip hop world, especially on mixtapes and, and, and stuff like that during parties, doing live DJ, you know, broadcast over the radio or at the club. You always hear those sound effects. So I was like, I gotta incorporate that somehow. And then I came up with the idea of because sometimes when you play the old wrestling games, Def Jam Vendetta, Def Jam Piper and, and why. Sometimes you would hear those sound effects. So I was like, well, I guess we can do it that way and see how it works out. And and it worked out pretty damn well because everybody loved it. <laughs> so how much was how much of that was influenced from from battle rap? Because I, I watch a lot of battle rap. You hear the sound effects, you hear the Don DeMarco drops. Like how much influence not only the drops, but just the show in general, like comes from battle rap as well. Uh a lot. Like anything in hip hop culture. Uh, that is very synonymous and popular. I wanted to try to incorporate into the presentation of Battle Slam. So when we seen Max Caster and uh, Myron Reed rap, you heard the sound effects that you normally hear during a battle. <laughs> so um, it was great. That turned out really good. I, I, I'm a 
I used to do a battle rap podcast. So I, I got to ask like how much battle rap do you watch? And like, who are your, who are some of your favorites? If you, if you watch enough of it. I don't watch enough. I, I, <laughs> I, I remember, I remember back in one of the part three South Friday days. That was my battle rap days. Um, after that, I, you know, after that fell off, you know, I kind of just didn't watch battle rap like that. I actually watched a battle rap contest that was actually in Atlanta a few weeks ago. Uh, I think it was called March Madness or something like that. I can't can't remember the, the name of it or what, what the league was called, but it's actually a battle rap league that tours and came to Atlanta. So I was like, oh, I'm going to look at this. I looked at it online. I was like, it was pretty cool. So um, I don't follow the scene much, so I can't tell you no names and no people or nothing like that. But um, I am a fan of battle rap. If, it, if a battle rap broke out, I'm I'm, I'm right in the middle instantly. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. So so some of these matches, I, I think, are like going to be. I don't I don't even know what the match tonight is going to be, and I think that's kind of the point, right? Like these are it's a stack show that I'm seeing here for for fight for Atlanta. And one of the matches that really sticks out to me is the Infantry versus the Russell Twins versus War Horsemen. I think that's going to be a banger of a tag team match. And I just wanted to get your thoughts on, because I know you're the mastermind behind this. Like, how did this come together? Because I, I think this is a match that, like, wrestling fans all need to have their eyes on. Uh, yeah, it's actually a four-way. Is the, is the... Who am I missing? The team oh, C4. Delivered. Sorry, Russell Twins, C4, yeah. Horseman, and Infantry. I got you. I got you. I missed yeah. one there. I apologize. Be, uh, of course, the Infantry. Of course, C4, who are the prestige tag team champions. Um, the Russell Twins, which is a very talented tag team that recently was on AEW Dark Elevation. Um, and, uh, and of course, Workhorsemen. I don't think I need to <laughs> hype them up anymore. <laughs> so we, we know who the Workhorsemen are. Um yeah, I just wanted to uh, uh, the free for all eliminator, the terminal eliminator match. Those were really something that uh, is a brainchild of mine, and I was like, you know what, I, I want to up the ante with 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 the four way uh, mindset. I want to up the ante with the four way, uh, you know, concept of the match. So I was like, you know what, why don't we just do a tag eliminator? <laughs> and there, that's what we were born. I was like, I got to get the four. Uh, badass teams that 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 I know, and I'm uh, I'm gonna see what we could get cooking, what we could get popping. So I came up with the tag team eliminator match, um, which has the basically the same uh, similar rule set. Uh, everything will be explained, of course, during the show. Similar rule set, the tag team turmoil, but a little bit different. So, um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that one because uh, all these teams. Uh, pretty damn dope to be honest so i know a lot of the 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 stylization the art it comes from the the def jam series the the video game series so who is your character in those games my character was definitely dmx i love dmob that was my guy um i played a little bit with ludicrous um in the this is just the first game i'm, I'm gonna get to the second um, believe it or not, I played with Manny a little bit. I, I, I don't know why. I feel sorry for him. I guess I played with him when I was a child. I don't know why. But yeah, Manny, uh, Buddha, um, Moses from the first game. That that was my guy. <laughs> that was my guy. Him, Chuckle. Uh, I played with way too many people. Oh, uh, 
<laughs> but who I, who did I pull out when I want to bust some ass? I pulled out DMX. That was my guy. I pulled. Yeah. Fair, now, fair. I know you're a big time gamer, Baron. I got to ask you, what's your favorite video game system of all time? I'm wearing a Nintendo 64 shirt right now, but I want to know what your favorite video game system of all time is. Man, that's, that's really difficult, man, because that 64, man. It, it it gave me some wonder, but it gave me some wonder, you know what I mean? Yeah. My 007, you know, Perfect Dark, Jet Force Gemini, you know what I'm saying? Donkey Kong Country, Diddy Kong Racing, you know, Mario 64, Mario Kart 64. I keep going all day, you know what I mean? No, 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 we can tell, yeah, I, I love this. <laughs> it, it gave so much, but, man, but, uh, of course, No Mercy, you know, WrestleMania 2000, WCW NWO World Tour, WCW NWO Revenge. See, I, you, you yeah. can't play me. I, I, I know my, I know my shit now. Look, look, that's that's I had all that stuff. Um, but you, 64 will be tied first, and, and it will be between probably the N64 and. Maybe PS2. Switch Switch is, is really getting up there very close. Yeah. Hell, a lot of games that are really up there with the games that I love. You know what I mean? Like Super Mario Odyssey, I love the same way I love in Mario 64. Mario Kart 64, same way I love Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You know, Ocarina of Time, Breath of the Wild. It's like it's almost mirroring each other. You see what I'm saying? So yes. it's like, then we're getting a sequel to it. And one of my favorite franchises right now, Bayonetta, is like that. That's my heart. <laughs> so I'm finally getting my third sequel. Uh, you know what I mean? Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. I'm a real fan, big fan of that. So Switch is kind of coming up there. And of course, PS2, you know, the SmackDown games. <laughs> the SmackDown yeah. versus. Okay. You already know. You already know. Yeah. Sad. Yeah, we're we're very much in the in a similar wheelhouse when it comes to our taste in video games. Like I, I grew up on all that stuff. I, I the, the PS2 has such a near and dear place in my heart as well because there were so many games for that system. Like that, like that it was like a never ending influx of just always having stuff to play on that system. And uh, I have a Switch as well, and I really like it too for the same reasons you do. It's like having almost updated versions of the games we loved growing up on. So I think that's really mm -hmm. cool that, that those those are your systems because those would be some of my top ones as well for sure. Yeah, Jeremy. Definitely. What about you, man? Video oh, I, I'm not a big Switch fan. I, because I, I play too much sports games, and they don't really have like the sports games that I like on Switch. You can't, oh, you can't be playing like so, 2K wait, 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 and like NH. Go ahead. You play 2K and what? Oh, I, I play 2K. I play NHL. Like I'll play Madden. Like those are about the only games that I play. It's like NBA 2K and NHL are like the only games that I play. And 2K on the Switch. Ain't 2K on the PS5. It, it's just it's hey, a lot wait, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait. 2K on the Switch is actually a pretty damn good game. That's the it's only not, good sports game. I brought the first bad. one. I have it what? on the Switch. I have it on the Switch. Like it's not bad, but it's a different experience on the PS5. It's a much different experience. Oh yeah, I mean PS5. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. that's that's a little bit of a difference. But I was actually yeah. shocked. I actually was shocked. Well, I wasn't too shocked, but I was actually shocked uh, how well they got that game on on the yeah. Switch. 
You know what I mean? So I was like, I, I, I bought it every time. I was like, that's really the only sports game worth buying on the Switch is, uh, you know, yeah. official sports game. I don't know how MLB is. I didn't try it out yet, but NBA 2K definitely. See, though, like they're not bad on the Switch, but then you play it on the PS5, and it's like, oh yeah, this is this is just a much different experience. And I like to I like to play my my console. I, I have kids. The kids love the Switch. That's all they play. They play the Pokemon and the the Legend of Zelda and the Mario games. So I'll play that with them, and they beat me so bad that I just give up and I don't like playing with them because I'm not good at them. And then they talk that trash, and then I, I don't I, I sulk in a corner because they just beat me so bad at them. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, we can't uh, gloss right past this. Baron, who's your favorite Pokemon? I'm, I'm so turned off by Pokemon right now. <laughs> really? I saw you tweeting about it. That's why I was asking. Huh? I saw you tweeting about Pokemon the other day. That's why I asked. You're instigating right now. That's why. <laughs> I'm so turned off by Pokemon, man. It's, I, I don't even want to talk about it so long. Okay. Like, for a franchise that's been... It's such a generational franchise. You know, so many generations are into it because it lasts that long. And I'm like, at, at this point, it should be certain, it should be a certain expectation level of experience that we should be getting. And it ain't hitting that for me. So I, I, the last one I bought was Sword and Shield. I regret it buying Sword and Shield. <laughs> so I'm, I'm officially done for a while. You know what I mean? And my, my favorite Pokemon, I'm gonna keep it real old school, you know what I mean? Like uh Pidgeotto was my favorite Pokemon. So every time I bought a Pokemon game, I always got me a 50. I always beat them up like a motherfucker. <laughs> so that was my Pokemon, man. So but right Pokemon now I'm just Pokemon ended after 150 or 151, I guess. Like once they went past that, I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this. Too many to keep track of. Can't do it anymore. Just yeah, it was way too many to track. That was one of the problems. But the games never really took that evolution leap that it should. So that was my main issue. I've heard Arceus is good. I, I played a little bit with the kids. The, the the oldest loves it. He's big into Pokemon. So he thinks Arceus is like the greatest game ever. But, you know, he doesn't have the experience like we have of playing on the little Game Boy and, and walking around. Like he doesn't understand the that what we had to go through of like these little these little characters trying to find everything arceus is big open world stuff that he thinks is great so yeah. maybe if you if you like the open world stuff arceus maybe give it a try maybe it'll bring you back in baron yeah. nah. <laughs> <laughs> See, what we had to go through was the generation right of like of like the link cables like linking up your game yes. Boy with someone else's game boy so you could transfer pokemon <laughs> from game boy to game boy and i i thought like that like the technology wasn't ever gonna get past that like i was like this is this is peak right here um but yeah some some good times man i could talk about video games all day with you baron but i do want to ask you another question about this battle or the uh, battle slam fight for atl card um tasha steals queen Aminata. that is a great great matchup i think uh the queen is still a little flying a little under the radar like i think she could be like massive star in wrestling and i think that atlanta always shows up for her and tasha steals of course impact knockouts champion one of the top in the game right now um, how does it feel that you were able to put this match together? Because I think this is an awesome matchup. Uh, I felt good. I had it in the back of my mind for a minute because um, I knew Queen Aminata was going to be with us for a while. She was, you know, um, she was supposed to be at the first tournament show, but she was injured. 
so she ended up debuting on the second one. Uh, so I, I knew she was going to be, you know, with us for a while. That's what she wanted to do. And I was like, well, I, I want to get, I want to uh, hopefully get to a matchup that will be big, you know, you know, have her, you know, be at a few shows and then we're going to hit a big matchup. And then, you know, I was thinking about Tasha. I knew Tasha for a while. You know what I mean? We, um, we, we both used to be around Ring of Honor back in the day, you know, trying to break in. Um, so it's, it's cool to see where she landed and where I landed now. So I always had her in mind because I always thought she was really good. And um, so when the opportunity finally presented itself, finally, you know, contacted her. And she was like, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm game. I'm like, yes, I'm going to be able to do this. And this is going to be one of the, probably the best women's matches of the year. <laughs> Most yes. definitely. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get you out of here on this, Baron. What's the coolest thing, either in your room or in your house? The coolest, the coolest thing. thing you have in your, yeah, like the coolest thing. We asked thing everybody. We asked, we asked everyone. Yes. We asked, this, is just, this is a running thing on the show. So, we, yeah. I know you got cool stuff, man. You're a gamer. You're a wrestling fan. You're, I mean, you're a hip hop fan. You got really, to have something cool in there. I don't really call it cool because everybody has a game console these days. So, you can't, can't really. And I got four of them. Um, the coolest thing. I don't know. I don't know. I guess I can say I have this uh this giant sized Vegeta figure that's sitting on my entertainment system. Oh. Right next to my game console. I'm a big Vegeta fan. So <laughs> So I have this like cool, you know, Super Saiyan God Vegeta. You know, it looks really cool. And uh, you know, I have him watching over all my consoles, so no so none, none of them Toy Story, you know, toys fuck with it, you know. <laughs> yes. Yes. You never know when you're not when you're not looking and not around. Those toys might start moving around at each other and you know, cause cause some problems. Um I, I did want to ask you um as well. I know that you're you're training wrestlers and how's your experience been like with the training process of like helping develop other talent? And is there any names out there that maybe aren't so well known now that like you want to throw out there to keep your eyes out for in the future? Uh, yeah, I, I do, uh, help train other wrestlers. I, you know, I have certain wrestlers that are, uh, you know, that I'm pretty close with. Um, you know, we, we, we train, uh, every week over at the Nightmare Factory in Atlanta. So, um, but you know, one of the, one of the names I probably could say is Hugh Taylor. That's, that's really, that's my guy there. So, um. <laughs> I know he surprised a lot of people at the last that uh Death Jam show, not Death Jam Battle Slam show. Um so I, I was really happy with how he turned out and, and hopefully they 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 get to see what he can do even more on the on this next battle slam show. So that would be one of the first things. There's there's other there's other names that uh that I will disclose later. Um but yeah, I think uh, the talent that you're going to see pop up this year coming, you know, that I deal with or coming from Nightmare Factory on surprise. You got some real, real, real potential and talented folks that, that, that are going to pop out of this thing very well. Looking forward to that. I love what you are doing there at the Nightmare Factory. So much good talent coming out of there. It's been awesome. It's been awesome to see. Baron, we appreciate you joining us. Uh, any la- last plugs? Let everybody know where they can find you out on social media. Let everyone know how to uh, check out Battle Slam this weekend. 
All right. So, Battle Slam this weekend. As you already know, by the time you watch this, we'll be streaming live on Fight at 7 p.m. Sunday, June 12th. Let's go. So, All right. To watch Very it live for the first time. Um, and I hope you all tune in because it's so it's a banging card number one from top to bottom, and there's some nice little surprises in store for you. So, if you enjoyed the first one, come out, pick up the live pay per view on Fight TV. If you enjoyed Terminus 2, come out or pick up the live pay per view on Fight TV. I promise you, this is going to be one of the best shows in the history of Atlanta professional wrestling. I'm go. looking forward to it. I'll be there live, everyone. I'll, I'll be there live. I'll take pictures. I'll get some interviews for y'all. I mean, I'm super pumped. I mean, Private Party versus Casey Navarro and Myron Reed could be a match of the year. Leon Ruff versus Dante Martin could be a match of the year. I mean, there is there is this banger after banger. Baron, have you announced your match yet? Are you going to be wrestling, or are you still waiting on that one? Or do you want to tell us? Um, uh, it has not been announced. But by the time this airs, it will be. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. And <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna keep you in suspense. You know, what okay. I'm saying I'm- that's fair. Very that's fair. fair. Guys, check it out again. Baron, Baron just said it. It's streaming live on Fight TV, June twelfth, seven p.m. Support, support Battle Slam, support everything Baron is doing with that, with Terminus, with AEW. Uh, we appreciate him joining us today. Follow him on social media, on Twitter, at the Impro. He's probably yelling at Jonathan Gresham about something. Uh, we appreciate it, Baron. Again, thank you again. We'll be right back here on the Spotlight. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.